<laughs> do your fake laugh when you're like, ha 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 Welcome to our very first episode of our very first podcast. It is called, Was It Good For You? We're a comedy dating podcast in Victoria, BC. Our theme song that you just heard is by a local band named Ilvis Freshly. Um, you can check out their new release, Y'all Ain't Know, that is dropping everywhere Friday, March 6th. Uh, our theme song is called Bombshells. That's off their last, uh, I want to say, is it EP or IP? It's EP, right, album? E- yeah, EP is like a short album. Okay, and good. An LP yeah, that's is what like it is. a long yeah. Right, it's an EP. Um, so that's dropping everywhere. Uh, you can find it on iTunes, YouTube. Uh, thanks again, guys, for the song. We love it. We love the band. Um, and we're very honored to have it as our theme song. Um, so, Denise, do you want to talk a little bit about why we've started the podcast? Yes. Okay. So, Kaylee and I are both single females in our 30s in Victoria. Uh, and we have both come to the realization that the dating scene in Victoria, at least for us anyways, is fucking dog shit. It's, I was going to say, uh, poor. <laughs> That's, uh... Potato, uh, potato. Yeah. It's, um, it's been shit. I, I've been single for about five years or so. Um, over five years, but I've been going on dates in that time. Mostly Tinder dates. Um, Denise, you've been single for... Like a a year and a half. And same thing, right? Lots of online dating, the occasional in-person dating, probably, well, definitely more online for me. Not for me. Right. Yeah. We we have different dating styles. I guess... Definitely. That is a good point to bring up, actually. We do have a lot of, uh, uh, well, Betty and Veronica tendencies. That is us. Um, I prefer online dating now, I think, because I like to... Well, I shouldn't say I prefer it. Um, I like to be able to Google somebody before I go on a date with them. Yeah, you are super into creeping on people. Um, No, not super. I used to be, I would say, more super. But now um, I don't want to waste my time. And I feel like if I can find something that's going to be a huge deterrent right off like someone is married. Like someone is, oh, oh, we can talk about that in a different episode. But yeah. That's an important thing to know about somebody. Um, but yeah, so I, before I lived in Victoria, I lived in Nanaimo. And before that, I lived in Alberta. And maybe I was younger or maybe it was just kind of a different dating culture. I mean, there was still online dating then, but um, I found it easier. Like Victoria is definitely the hardest place to date in, I would say. I don't know, man. Uh, I guess for me, like... University was university, and that just that just is. You just fucking fall on top of people, I guess, literally and figuratively. Uh, it depends on the program, though. Like, in but there's people around, right? Right. Yeah, you don't have to go searching out. But there's also depression around, <laughs> <laughs> like the freshman fifteen. That doesn't go away as you get older. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's like doughy and sad, and I don't know. It's just different. Um, yeah. So I did that, and then I lived in Chilliwack for a couple of years. And did not date anyone the entire time. Right. And we lived there for how long? 
I lived there for two years. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did, did it was like a... Well, fuck Chilliwack. Wicked bad dry spell. <laughs> I did not touch a single man <laughs> the entire two fucking years I was there. Oh, that's really great. No, it wasn't. It was fucking <laughs> shitty and terrible. I, okay, that's how I feel in Victoria, actually. Like, I guess, I mean, I guess I touch people. Yeah. Um... But I've heard the same sentiment echoed by other women in Victoria, and then people will say like, "Oh, it's Chictoria," um, or like the you know, the men out I've or heard, the women out. Yeah, I've heard that too. That there's like way more women than men here, uh, and because I'm this type of person, I actually looked up the the last census for the gender demographics, uh, and it's not. Not that bad. Like, I've heard people saying there's, like, a three-to-one ratio or some ridiculous bullshit. Right. I've heard that, too. Yeah. But, according to the 2016 census in Victoria, uh, from the ages of 15 to 64, there are 28,990 men and 30,820 women. So, that's fairly close. Yeah. That's really not, I don't think, significant enough to make that big of a dent. No. I should not be as hard up as I am with those kind of numbers. (laughs) But it's it seems like, um, okay, and I've seen uh, this term thrown around in dating like blogs and in little YouTube clips and whatever. There's a scarcity mentality. So people think like, oh, do I need to date this person because there isn't anybody else? But then there's also the complete opposite of that where you're on an online dating app and there's so much choice that it's like, I can't make a choice. Like, is that what's happening? That no, everyone is so noncommittal. Because the next person is just a swipe away. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's Every- like the grass is always greener, so I don't want any grass. There's so many options, you're just fucking crippled by apathy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so apathy, actually, that's a really good term because I have certainly noticed lately, like, when I, I used to, when I was younger, when I would get ready for a date or something, it was really exciting. And like the first uh, few online dates I went on were really spread out. Um, and they were like a big deal and we would talk for so long, not so long, but you know, maybe a couple of weeks first. And I would have this like picture of them in my head about what they would be like. And it would get built up. Exactly. And it would seem like a romantic thing. Um, whereas now, and we're different about this too. I don't want to chat with somebody very much before I meet them. Whereas you kind of do, right? I do. I, I don't want... Like, if I just met you and I don't know if you're cool or not, I don't want to devote an entire evening and fucking have a goddamn shower and go out and meet you and you might be fucking lame. See, no, I think I don't want to devote all of my texting energy and talk to you for weeks when, you know, you might be great over text and then I meet you in person and you have BO. <laughs> <laughs> or you lied and you're... Uh, a different person or you're, you know, whatever it is where we just don't click. Maybe we're great over text. We meet in person is disappointing. And then I'm like, well, shit, now I've invested all this time. Whereas, and okay, but I also would prefer to go on a short date now is yeah. the other thing, right? For a first date, that's something, anyway. Yeah, so you, do you have any first date stories with your cousin? <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, I don't think I had my actual first, like, date date until I was in university. Oh, right. And we should say you're from Newfoundland. Yeah, I am from uh, a rural town in Newfoundland. How rural? Uh, 
don't know, you gotta drive like two hours to get to the next town. Okay, so it's really, really small yeah, in the like, middle of nowhere. My graduating class in high school had 28 people. Shit. Yeah. So you didn't have a large dating pool. No, no, no. You, you took what you could get because <laughs> that's who was there. Do people, um, okay, did anyone from your grad class get married? Oh, I'm pretty sure all of them were married except for me. No, no, like to each other. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Wait, maybe. That's horrifying. In a dating pool that small? I don't think, I'm not sure if any two people from, a lot of people married people from, like, that we went to high school with. I'm not sure if there's two people in the class that got married. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so we were talking about the differences between the way that we tend to meet guys. How do you meet guys then? I get drunk and go to the bar. And that's, like, your best way? That's not my best way. That's, like, historically, that has been what I've utilized the most. But, like, I don't necessarily go this is how it happens, man. Okay, because I have a not very good time meeting guys in person. Unless I do, like, um, I don't know, like, some kind of activity for a long time with them. Like, if I have a class with them or if I did. Like, when I used to do plays, I would meet people. Because then you're with them enough to get to know them. And then it's appropriate to be, like, we're doing a group activity. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, a reason. Okay, but I think in terms of dating, you're talking about... Like, actually dating. And totally. And we're talking about hooking up. Oh, okay. No, okay. Well, I'm talking about how do you meet a man from zero to something? Hooking up, dating, whatever. How do you initiate that moment? Uh, like, dude, if I knew, I wouldn't be doing this show. Okay, exactly, right? So that's why online dating. So that's why when you have all the success offline, it blows my mind. I don't want to call it success. But, <laughs> but I guess the thing with online dating is that it's structured in such a way that, like, this is what we are, we are all very explicit and this is what we are here for. Right. If anything in person, people are out at places for numerous different reasons. And so then you have to try and divine who's, like, available, who's looking, who, like, you know, what people are looking for, right? Sure. sure. But, okay, I have this theory, though, because... Um, my headlight burnt out in my car recently, um, and I'm really cheap, and I didn't want to pay someone to do it. So I Googled it, and it actually seemed like a really easy fix. So I went to Canadian Tire, and I bought the bulb, and then I thought, like, well, fuck. I may as well just change it while I'm in the parking lot, because then if I got the like wrong bulb or whatever, I can just go back in. So I had my hood up, and then I was looking um, you know, at Google and trying to figure out how to do it. And not one, not two, but three, I'm going to say 3.5. <laughs> What's the point five? It, okay, because three, three men offered to help me, like, walking up to me. And one guy was in his truck, and he was like, hey, do you need help? So that's the point five. Oh, it just, like he a wasn't, just a blow It was by. a drive-by. He wasn't invested. But I actually really didn't need help. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. Um... And I'm sure that they knew right away what they were doing. Maybe. Maybe. But still, like, I guess that's a way of meeting people is that you get them to teach you something. But you have to... Act stupid? Well, no, but that's the thing, right? Because it's so gross when somebody acts stupid. Like, you have to... You have to genuinely learn something. And so we have to find something to be taught that we really don't know. See, my question is... 
So you were trying to figure this out as you went along. Sure. So I'm sure to passers-by, you were clearly someone who d- wasn't a deft hand at this. Mm. However, if you were someone who knew a shit ton about cars and you were like going about your business, getting her done, just in the parking lot doing it, would people still have come up and offered to help because you're a woman? I think so, of course. Totally. Plus, I have rape face, which we'll talk about a different time. But I, I always kind of look, um, when I'm concentrating, I look a little helpless and lost. And actually, people offer to help me all the time with stuff that I don't need help with. It's true, though. That's the difference. Rape face versus bitch face. That's the difference between us. <laughs> I think so. And people often will interrupt me if I'm going for a walk or something. I mean, part of that's having a dog. But, um, yeah, I, my face gets me into a lot of trouble. Oh, and people make all kinds of weird comments to you when you're out. And I never get that. Yes, but except for when you're with me. Yeah. And then people say really weird shit to us. Yeah. It's happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, so that's my theory now. So I need to find something I... Okay, and I think you have to want to know about it, too. Um, I don't really know what I... Like, I don't really care about cars. I don't really want that to be a thing men teach me. Um, so, okay, so how could or would you parlay this into meeting someone that you actually might want to spend some time with? I'm going to continue to go to Canadian Tire parking lots with different problems and i might save like some money maybe. just like walk around with a shovel <laughs> yeah i mean i guess so but okay and you're really you're a very intelligent woman and people know that and you're not shy about that and do you think that that's something that has caused you i want to say grief but uh do you think it's off-putting to men when you're smarter than them i guess it depends on the man but i uh, yeah, I don't know. I think 100% it is. Yeah. It- <laughs> no, no, okay. I know. I'm trying to be like diplomatic and nice here. Like, yeah, no, guys don't fucking like it. No, they guys don't. Guys don't like to date women that are smarter than them. That's why you need to just, you need to hold it all in. Like if, if you're on a date with someone and you think they're really cute, could you do that? No, I can't. I'm too fucking smug. Mm. Like there is nothing I enjoy in this world more than being right. <laughs> Like, if, yeah, like, if, if it came up, like, never have sex again or always be wrong or all, yeah, or whatever. Like, have sex and be wrong or, like, be celibate and be right, I know what I would pick. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really, I guess, okay, I do get that. Um, okay, so on, on that I'm, note. I'm also an arrogant <laughs> asshole. I, but everybody has that. Everybody has their pride and their ego and whatever. Um... But actually, no, I think I agree with you. It would be hard to hold it in if you truly knew a fact and then someone was trying to teach you something stupid. Yeah, that would be really hard to sit through. Everybody thinks so, right? Right? Um, are you seeing anybody now? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, there's someone that I've been out with a few times uh, that I met at a show a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, are you, you're still seeing him now? Yeah, we're supposed to hang out tomorrow. Okay. Do we get to know anything fun about him? How old he is? Uh, I, I forget what we're going to call him. Oh. Oh, shit! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I guess, um, Kaylee and I have previously decided that, uh, for obvious reasons, we're not going to use anyone's real names here. So, we're... 
trying to come up with things to call all of these men that we will be talking about. Which, okay, to be fair, though, in our friendship before we ever thought about doing a podcast, that happened really organically. Um, we just It's just funner to talk about the nicknames for some And that's reason. something that I've always done. Because uh, just looking back on all this stuff, like, the first person, yeah, I was, I've recently been making a list of everyone I ever banged, just, you know, <laughs> fucking podcast research or whatever. <laughs> so, like, the fourth dude is named... Old Man Breezeway. Oh, God. Yeah. So this is something I've been doing for a very long time. Old Man Breezeway, because uh, the campus bar at Munn, where I went to university, was called the Breezeway, and he was someone who worked there, and at the time, I was 22, and he was at the ripe old age of 28. So that's why he was Old Man Breezeway. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, so this guy, fucking Friendzone, that's, that's his name. Right, okay, so why did we call him Friendzone? We called him Friendzone because, uh, he and I hung out a few times, and then I thought he was ghosting me. Right, which, okay, I kind of... You thought, yeah, you agreed. I do, yeah. I do agree. Yeah. I think I've been ghosted enough times that I recognize the signs, the fade away. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, it's this thing that happens so much. And, like, maybe I'm just, like, like hypersensitive about this now and I'm super paranoid. Uh, but, yeah, like, I thought I was totally getting ghosted. No, I don't think you're paranoid, though, because I think that's part of it. It's, it's just true. It's just what happens. Right. And they want to, like, I don't know if it's their intent. Well, maybe it is. They want to, like, psychologically damage you enough to be, like, always questioning yourself and being like, oh, am I being too clingy? Am I being too needy? Like, by needing this person to acknowledge that I'm alive, like, no, you're allowed to, you deserve basic respect from people. And then when you start to feel like you're not getting it, it's this weird thing of being like, do I call it out and be like, hey, um, I've noticed that you are totally treating me differently than you were before. Anyway. And that's the thing. You always look for, like, a a change in behavioral patterns. Exactly. Uh, but I guess in this particular case, I didn't know him that long. That he's just he's just shitty at returning texts. I guess that's a right. good point. But he sent you a text anyway. So I thought I was getting ghosted. So uh, I sent him a text, and I'm like, essentially, are you ghosting me? And which then, I don't think he can, but but that's okay. Kaylee's theory is that no ghoster would ever admit to ghosting you. Nobody ever admits to their bad behavior. Don't ah, me. you caught me. I'm ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll stop it now. Now I like you because yeah, you right? caught me. <laughs> and so he texted me back and he's like, no, I'm not ghosting you. I'm friend zoning you. And then he said something else that <laughs> I showed to Kaylee and she's like, dude, he just friend zoned you. I'm because like, he was basically oh. like, I'm not ghosting you. I want to be near you a, a little bit, but in a friend capacity, right? <laughs> that is not how I'm that... I'm paraphrasing. That is not how that went. But... <laughs> Essentially. And I didn't think that. I didn't think I was getting friend-zoned you until were. fucking numbnuts here. No, can you who Actually, he explicitly said uh, we should be friends first. Take it slow. Start with friendship or something. Anyways. Forever. Friends <laughs> Let's start with friends and escalate to friends and then continue to be friends and be friends. That's what he said. Okay. And so then I made some crack about that and he's like, no, I'm not friends on you. Yeah, which... So Kaylee uh, was fucking wrong. No, I'm not. 
<laughs> Again. That, that is a takeaway. Nobody would ever be like, oh, um, no, I, I'm not friend zoning you. And then you're like, you're friend zoning me. And he's like, yeah, it's the same thing as the ghosting. No, I would tell someone I was friend zoning them. Yeah, well, I don't Okay. Because, like, once the cat's out of the bag, there's no point in lying. Although, okay, I maintained that position, maintained, sorry, that position, until you said uh, that he texted you and he wanted to hang out again. And I don't, I just, I just don't understand. Uh, I don't understand. Maybe he's actually very genuine about that. Well, I don't believe him. Okay, and that's, that is the thing that, like, made me, like, made, that took it from an, He's definitely ghosting me too, is he? Because he, he just seems like a really like forthright and genuine and honest and upfront person. So Like a friend. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Like a friend. <laughs> like, like a friend. Like you do with all of your friends. <laughs> yeah, and maybe he's really I actually really hope to meet this young man. Yeah. I have some questions for him. <laughs> well, maybe he wants to be my friend. Yeah. You know? Um oh well, I still think that's Okay, you're in a better position now than I'm in, <laughs> which is because I have nothing. Um, like we were talking the other day about, do you always have somebody who's um, like available to text? Yeah. Like, do you you always have someone on the radar or in? No, no, no. Well, yeah. There's generally always someone on the radar, someone that I have my eye on, but not necessarily I'm currently in talks with. Sure, but there's always somebody, I don't want to say on the back burner, that's not the right word. There's always something percolating. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Even if it's just an interest or whatever. Um, But I feel like I have no interest in anyone right now, and it's really weird and kind of a bummer. So I downloaded Bumble again recently. Um, And if anyone, or for those of you who haven't used Bumble, Bumble is like Tinder, essentially. Um... Except for it's supposed to be the feminist dating app. Um, Denise hates it. I don't like Tinder. I mean, I don't, I don't like Bumble. Yeah, I think it's it has its ups and downs. The problem is, so it's just like Tinder where you swipe and you match with somebody um, based on their pictures and their profile. But on Bumble, the woman has to initiate the conversation. Um, Which, in theory, is a good idea because I guess when dating apps were new... Like, women would get inundated with, like, these hundreds of messages from every fucking creep on earth. Right. And so Bumble lets the women initiate so she doesn't have to talk to anyone she doesn't want to talk to. Uh, Which I guess is good for people that are, like, young and hot. Yeah. (laughs) The older and uglier that you get, that ends up becoming an issue. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, right? And the other thing about Bumble is that you only have 24 hours to initiate the conversation. Um, or you lose your match, and that stresses me out, man. It is kind of stressful, too, because sometimes you get a bunch of matches at once, and it's like, I don't, I don't want to have five conversations going at one time. Yeah, or, it's like, I'm drunk, and I'm swiping, and then you get a bunch of matches, and yeah. then you and then what, you have to get it up for like 20 dudes at, work all, work at 8 a.m. the next yeah. day? Hi, Steve. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Ron. Hi, Randy. Like, it's a lot. And then you're supposed to comment on something about their profile or something and make it special so they want to answer you. But I can't. Like, I just say the same thing to everyone. I'm like, hey, how's your day? And I know that's stupid. Yeah, I never do that. 
I know you never do that, but then I hate when people come out way too hot and they're like, "Oh, hi, Kaylee. I read your profile and I blah 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 blah." blah. The guy with the adult daughter. Oh my god! Yeah, one time this guy sent me. I wish I kept this message. I don't even remember what he said, but he was like, "Oh, hi. Like, how are you?" And I was like, "Good. How are you?" And then he was like, "I'm fine." And then boom, like it was like a book about his life, and he was just like. These are like my life values. I have an, an adult daughter who I raised because her mother was absent. And blah, blah, blah. Like it just, and literally like all I had said was like, I'm fine. Anyway, it was just really, you it can't. Was, it was way too much about the daughter. Like the way he was, t- like a lot of people <laughs> who are like dating have kids and like they're upfront about their kids and my kid is the love of my life. That sounds really creepy. But the kid, my kid is the most important thing in the world to me and blah, blah, blah. But like. This guy's daughter was in her fucking twenties, man. Like, yeah. she should be out of the nest. You get your own life now, buddy. Yeah, it was a, it was such a weird message, and I just, I just unmatched him. Yeah. Like it was just too Rightly weird. So it was too weird. It was clearly a cut and paste. Oh, exactly. That's the other thing. And he Do you did... literally tell every single fucking woman you meet within two messages of all this <laughs> weird shit about your life and your divorce and, ugh. Oh yeah, the divorce. Yeah, it was. Uh... I mean, I guess I would prefer that than the guys who were married <laughs> and they're um, posing as not married. Um, anyway, so I downloaded Bumble again and then I matched with this guy and he is uh, late 20s and his picture was really cute. Um, he was like mid triathlon and he was a swimmer, like obviously in the picture he was swimming. Okay. I'm just going to jump in and say, you said he was cute. The picture you showed me, you could not tell if he was cute because he was wearing a swim cap and goggles. Okay, he had a so rockin' bod. He was a man with a face. What? He had, okay, he had no shirt on so you could see his chest area, his arms. I've seen better. I thought he had a very cute body. I've also seen much, much worse. <laughs> no, I think he actually, no, I'm going to actually say he had a rockin' bod. He had his, like, swimmer body. I thought his face looked cute in the picture. He looked, had masculine features. Maybe he had one eye and I couldn't tell, but that's fine. I actually would be fine with that. The swimmer's cap um, was a little bit misleading because he does have a receding hairline that it hid. And that's okay, but... Did he have the swim cap on in all of his photos? No, but his other photos, I think, were older. And this is the thing. So, okay, so we chatted a little bit. Um, and we found out that we live pretty close together, uh, oh, close to each other. So we decided to go for coffee, um, just in a coffee shop that was near us. Uh, so we showed up and like right away I knew it was him, but he just looked like he was, um, clearly in a lot better shape in all of the pictures that he posted. He just see, he just wasn't, he wasn't as advertised. He just had a rough couple of years. Well, he just quit on fitness. Mm-hmm. Like he had, he was just kind of, he was kind of doughy. And he was a student. So, I mean, fair enough. I guess you're sitting and studying and pursuing different goals. But it's not fair to advertise yourself as you were a few years ago. Yeah. Like, like you can't post pictures of you at your peak if that's not what you look like anymore. Totally. It yeah. should reflect... You should reflect who you are in your profile. Yeah. Because all you do is you piss people off when they show up and they're like, oh, you lied. Right? Like, anyway, so we kind of had coffee, but like, 
um, yeah, I just didn't really want to. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm sure he was nice. But then I just felt, like, kind of lied to. And I just kind of didn't really and care. When you when you get off to that kind of foot, that when you get off to a wrong foot like that, uh, yeah, you feel walking and you feel diseased. And diseased. <laughs> you walk in <laughs> and you feel deceived. Like, there's not really much coming back from that. Like, you're, it's, it's a wash at that point. Totally. There's nothing you can say that's going to, like, unpiss you off. Well, and did you hear that thing that um, the scariest thing about online dating for women is that they have a fear of being murdered? But for men, it's going out with someone who's fat. Yeah. You show up and she's unattractive. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the biggest fear. Which is funny because it's like, you know, we're all adults. You should be able to say, I'm not interested and leave. But you can't really. Well, because it makes you the asshole right. for saying you're not attractive enough. That, like, it, you kind of come off as shallow for that. Even though the other person is the asshole because... They've lied. They've set you up. They've called themselves unattractive in so much as they refuse to post pictures of what they actually look like because they don't think it's good enough. Right. And people filter and people Photoshop and people use weird angles. And it's like you can get away with that online. But when you see them in person, they are who they are. Yeah. Like there's no... Uh, anyway. So, but when is it okay to bail? Like if someone's nice or nice seeming or whatever... How much time are they owed? Uh, depends what you're drinking. Right. Okay. So let's... They're obviously... This, this, okay, this is why I, I don't drink coffee, but even if I did, I wouldn't be a fan of the coffee date. Because if you have a fucking steaming hot cup of coffee, it takes at least 20 minutes for like that to be consumable. Right. You would for a beer? <laughs> I can fucking down that in 10 seconds with bounce. <laughs> But, okay, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. But it still would be shitty to bounce that fast because how do you, how do you even say that? Okay, I will say the amount of time someone is owed is proportional to how hot they are. <laughs> no, not how hot they are, but, like, to how shitty they are or not. Okay, like, but if you're a good person, you're owed more time than if you're a shitty person. So if I walk in and you look totally different than all your photos if you know yeah like then you're a shitty person you're not owed much time but what if um okay all right i don't think that okay i don't think that makes people shitty people i think that's a shitty move and it just says hi i have low self-esteem which makes me feel bad for them and then i feel obligated to be there and like um like he was so nervous you know like he was like his because like, he knew of course he, he fucking knew. knew. He's like, I've been lying and now she's going to figure it out. <laughs> ah. and he was doing that thing where like... <laughs> do, you, do you think she's going to notice? <laughs> I, in fact, did notice. Um, yeah, like his voice was all like... And like his drink was all shaky and it just made me feel shitty for him. So like, even though I was pissed, I was still trying to like... I'm going to say calm him. Like, yeah, like soothe him. Like, you little nerd. Like, you're okay. Like, I'm never going to go out with you again. But you're okay, you little sneaky nerd. So anyway, so I left, and then I felt kind of pissed. Well, you got got kittenfished. I got kittenfished. And, um, yeah, anyway, sorry. I felt felt mad, and then I felt like, okay, well, I know what's going to happen now. I'm going to get a message from him that's going to be like, oh, it's so much fun. And when can we go out again? So I was like, 
kind of making my rejection message in my head and it was going to be like, you know, you're you're a, you're a nice guy and I think you were really dear swim cat. <laughs> yeah. I think you're really polite and I wish you all the best with your schooling and we you know whatever it is. But he never messaged me. And I <laughs> That's a burn, man. It is a burn and it it I it infuri- not infuriate. It offends me at such a visceral level because it's like I'm better than you. I, How dare you reject me? I rejected you. Yeah. You liar. Yeah, exactly. I Sometimes you can, If you thought you were good enough for me, you would have put up an accurate photo. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, okay, and then it made me like spin out a little bit and be like, "Wait, why is he rejecting me?" Like, what did I do? Or like, anyway. But then I started thinking about, okay, about catfishing, and I don't know if you have any catfishing experiences, really, but... Uh, not really. One. I have one. Okay. And this was Fuck Punch. <laughs> Who was a, a, just a guy from the internet that came over to hook up. And I showed you his photos on Tinder, and I'm like, oh, he's all right. I do remember. And he showed up, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, what kind of day have you had? <laughs> Uh, and, uh, <laughs> long story short, I fucked him anyways. And, and, uh, it tur- turns out, I actually hung out with him a couple, a couple other times after this. Uh, it turns out he was incredibly hungover that day. <laughs> and the next time I saw him, he did not look as haggard. And you played Scrabble with him. He seemed... Oh yeah, I kicked his ass. <laughs> but he's, you know... But you know what? But he, yeah, he humored me. I think that's Scrabble. nice. Yeah. He didn't always eat... Wasn't always a gentleman, but sometimes he was. <laughs> he was actually, out of like everyone I was involved with last year, Fuck Punch was like the most quality human being. The only one who like showed up when he said he would and like didn't dick me around. No. And yeah, like how sad is that? The bar is so low. I know. Um, okay, well, one time a few years ago, um, when date online dating was still fun and exciting, I planned to meet this guy for coffee and he was like kind of a stud in all of his pictures and I was really excited. So I got all dressed up and then I got there and I got to the coffee shop and he texted me and he said he was outside and then there was only one guy outside and he was on his phone, but he was the wrong ethnicity and he was like 20 years older. What's, what's the wrong ethnicity? Like East Indian. <laughs> okay, so he's not he's clearly not the young it's okay. He was a different ethnicity. Well, he was the wrong wrong advertised. They ad, he advertised wrong. Different as advertised. No, it was the incorrect. Was, <laughs> he was of the incorrect. Because well, he he was the one who specified his race in his photo and it was wrong. Okay, I don't think having a photo of yourself is specifying your race. Yes. If we've learned anything from... Kaylee sent me a link to some crime police posting looking for people. Oh, yeah. And there was like three dudes and there was descriptions like, you know, this guy, this age, Caucasian male, this height. And one of the guys was like a light-skinned black guy. And it said... That's what... Okay. And it said... 
blah 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 non-white male <laughs> which seems so <laughs> shitty because it's just like there's white and then there's everything else oh, just non-white it was just so bad it just made it seem <laughs> but you know that person struggled writing that like article just being like i uh <laughs> i don't know what ethnicity i don't know what i'm saying okay so anyway though the fake How indian you google race of pictures <laughs> okay so you know the... what there should be an app for that for finding out who's indian yeah no <laughs> you take a, take a photo of someone of you know ambiguous ethnicity a, a racial potpourri as i like to call it but <laughs> like jessica alba you scan it in it's like oh this is what this person probably oh is. like shazam for race yes okay yeah that's... ethnic shazam <laughs> oh my god anyway okay so the fake indian was outside the real indian the fake white guy was outside um texting me and i was like fuck this shit because that's really creepy to be 20 years older than who you're saying like he, he was totally a different person so I went home and then I got really pissed and then I wrote him a message and I was like, that's so creepy and you should um, delete your profile and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, oh, I'm still here waiting. And yeah, it turned out that it was a chain of coffee shops and I went to the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. So I just went and just frowned at this poor Indian man. Like he would not how, believe. How did you find out you were at the wrong one? Well, cause we started chatting when I was like, fuck you, you should change your fucking profile. You fucking liar. Blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, I'm still here. And then I was like, uh, what do you mean? And so you were the one <laughs> that stood him up. Yeah. And then I called him Indian. <laughs> she stood me up and accused me of being Indian. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my worst maybe, catfishing. Maybe he'll but talk about you in his podcast. I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that wasn't a real catfish, but it felt real to me. And it was not a good feeling. That was like a misunderstanding. Like That was an episode of Three's Company. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute, though. Um, yeah, and then, oh, yeah. Okay, so the other thing we wanted to talk about, um, we were wanting to hit more, I think, on rejection, yes. right? Okay, so... My favorite rejection moment that has happened in the last few years of dating was with this guy called Irish Tom. Um, And Irish Tom, ugh, Irish Tom. Irish Tom and I met at like three in the morning in a crosswalk. Um, I was super drunk and I was walking home and I was like staring at my phone. And then when it was time to go, he just kind of tapped me and was like, hey, it's green, you should go. And then we started chatting, and he asked for my phone number, and um, we set up a date. Um, and it was okay. Uh, he was really nice, like friendly, whatever. But and he's cute. He definitely was cute. But I didn't know if there was like any chemistry. I didn't know if I didn't think he was cute. You didn't think he was cute? No. That this this was our fundamental because after. Kaylee decided she didn't like Irish Tom. She just tried to pawn him off on me. Oh, and yeah. I, I actually forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, no, you did. I did not like, try to pawn you him. You can fuck Irish Tom. And I'm like, I don't think he's attractive. And oh, your yeah. issue wasn't that he wasn't attractive. Your issue was that he was too skinny, which didn't bother me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's I, why I thought... I didn't, I didn't like the head, and you didn't like the body. I liked his head. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not care <laughs> for the gentleman's head. Oh, that's so weird that we had... Oh, Okay, yeah, no, he was too skinny because it would make me feel fat all the time. But he was cute, and he was very funny. 
Um, and he seemed extra good because I met him immediately after London Tom. Ooh, London Tom. Yeah. yeah. So like that same night in the crosswalk, um, we were up for drinks at, we were at the Irish, we were at Irish Times. Yeah. Which is really funny. Uh, Actually, yeah. I never realized that until yeah. now. Yeah, we were at Irish Times and then this dude came and he sat with us. Um, I, no, I'm fucking up. London Tom came yeah. and sat with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was cute, but I thought he had a muffin top. <laughs> well, he's fucking English. They're like, they're like soft. Yeah, he was definitely soft, but he was cute. They're not a burly people. He was not burly. He was not a uh, rugged gentleman. Well, no, rugby guys are. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I thought we were like hitting it off. And then, uh, Denise said her piece. <laughs> I said my piece. I didn't say her piece. <laughs> uh, you said um, in your really loud stage whisper. I was okay. In my defense, I was trying to be very subtle. Oh, like, <laughs> I was trying to like covertly suggest to Kaylee that she should continue the evening with this gentleman. And I quote. Are you going to fuck this guy? Oh, no. No, I can't quote now. You can't even quote. I can't quote. It was, if you're not going to fuck this guy, then I'm going to. Or it was, are you going to fuck this guy or not? It was something like that. I don't think I offered to fuck London Tom. Not offered. You declared. <laughs> Announced. <laughs> yeah. but you uh, Ultimatum time. You said it really loudly, but you did it with, like, whisper actions. Like, your hand was kind of covering. Yeah, that's my move. Yeah. It was... He, you know, he seemed scared. But anyway, so London Tom and I went to a different bar, and then we had another drink there. But he was super whiny. He just whined. Again, English. Yeah, and he just whined about everything. Like, this drink is cold, or I don't know. Like, it's raining, and my feet hurt, and blow. Dude, you need to to learn some (laughs) accents, man. (laughs) But that's just how it sounded. It was like the teacher in Charlie Brown when he's just like, wah, 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 wah. Ooh, like, how would that sound in an English accent? <laughs> but I was like, shut up, London Tom. And then by the time we left, like, I just felt like, oh, goodbye. Um, so I was like leaving that. And then I was already walking away. And he said, well, aren't you going to ask for my number? And then I was like, no. Like, no, like, why not, why not you ask for my number? Well, okay, in his defense, I think that a man asking for a woman's number can not necessarily come off creepy, but it can make women uncomfortable to, for a man to have that information about them. And it's much safer to offer your number to a woman, so that way she can... Do whatever she wants with it. Sure, but... Call you, not call you, right on the bathroom wall. Who cares? But off... Billboard. <laughs> Billboard. Um, offering is different than whining. Aren't you going to ask yeah. for my number? That, that conveys a sense of entitlement. Yeah, it was just so... So I was like, ugh. So then when I was walking away from that... And it, you did. You did get his number. You did because there was later... You were like, there's two Toms from the same night. Who's who? Really? Yeah. I don't even remember oh, that. I remember that. Yeah, this is after you and Irish Tom. Cause really? After Irish Tom dissolved, we're like, no, we like Irish Tom. We should try and be his friend. 
And then you're going to invite him out one time. Oh, and yeah. Like, which Tom is which? That's right. And we decided not to take, to take those odds. Yeah, they're too... Oh, man. That's right. Okay, because in my drunk memory, he said, aren't you going to ask for my number? And I said, no. Yeah, you took it. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. I had two numbers. Okay, well, I'm totally lying then. So anyway, so then I met Irish Tom when I was all um, disappointed on men, which made him seem extra fun. So then, you know, we had our date, didn't know, um, but he kept texting me and he wanted to hang out and I felt kind of bad. Um, You were trying to friend zone him. I was, but I was like 80% trying to friend zone him, 20%, I don't know. I, it was pretty clear, but I didn't want to admit it yet because it would be such a great story. Yeah, well, and he actually, he was actually lovely and fun, and we liked him, and... We, I liked his we, head. We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> he was sweet, I thought. Anyway, so um, I invited him to Costco with Denise and I, because um, we were going to Costco. That's what you did. She wanted to hang out with him in the least romantic capacity possible, <laughs> which apparently is Costco. With Denise. No, I'm kidding. You made it nice. <laughs> no, it, was, it had nothing to do with Costco. I'm what made it unromantic. Well, and it's nice when you're kind of trying to feel somebody out to get a second opinion in that way, like time spent with somebody. Yeah. It's different when it's like over text and like, this guy texted me this and then this happened. But having time with him directly, you get a different feel, obviously. Um, but it was really fun. Like, he had a hot dog with you, and I bought a blender. Yeah. He insulted a shirt that I got. It was great. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? Oh, he said it was, like, low quality or cheap oh, or some yeah. shit. I forgot about I'm like, that. Like, no shit. It's from Costco. <laughs> I forgot. And then we ran into your ex-boyfriend. Oh, no, no, no. He was never my boyfriend. Oh. Okay, that's it. Yeah, no, no, no. It was someone. I'm sorry, I was the love previous... of your life. <laughs> someone I was previously involved with. Uh, we spontaneously <laughs> ran into in Costco, and I was a bitch because I didn't expect to see him. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, and but did... but then I went and apologized, and I felt better about myself. Wait, did you apologize that day? Yeah, no, I did. I went, um, I went and I found him, and I'm like, oh, hey, like... Oh, I thought you apologized. No, no, no. I was like, message. sorry, sorry about being bitchy. I just didn't expect to run into you, <laughs> you know, whatever. That's so funny that your surprise reaction is just to be a bitch. Well, he, he, sees, <laughs> he sees me, and I'm like, oh! And so he comes over, and he's like, very, like, he's like, oh, hey, like, saw you, just want to come over and say hi. And I said, Hi. I said hi, please leave. And then he just like awkwardly scuttled away. <laughs> and I felt really bad. Scuttled. Yeah. yeah, like like, like Zoidberg, like your little crab. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so after that, um, we were driving home and then um Irish Tom Oh, I asked him. Um, what he thought about Lucky Charms, just because I was being an asshole, I guess. Because you're planning to stereotype. <laughs> yeah. And he said, you do the quote better than I he did. He goes, okay. He's like, hey, Irish Tom, what do you think about Lucky Charms? He's like, I fucking love them. And now that's just our favorite gift that he ever gave us. So much better than they're magically delicious. Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> Lucky Charms. 
I fucking love them. If you were an Irish guy, eat a bowl of Lucky Charms, said, I fucking love them, I would buy that shit. Absolutely. I um, like cereal. And he also told us that Charlie Sheen's dad had a leprechaun factory. Charlie in- Sheen Sr. Oh, right. Oh, it's a leprechaun factory. <laughs> um, in Dublin. I think it was in Dublin. Yeah, which I completely thought was 100% made up, and he was just... I don't know, being a shithead. I thought I maybe didn't understand because yeah. of the accent. Like, <laughs> I thought, like, I'm not, though. No, these are not the words that are being said to me. And then I go Googled it, and something like that is true. Yeah, there is. What is his name? It's Martin Sheen, who's Charlie Sheen's father, and there's, like, a fucking leprechaun museum or some shit, and they're, like, involved. Yeah, like, I think you, no, he owns it. Damn. Like, I think you go there, and then you can take pictures as if, as if you're a leprechaun, I think. Or as if you're Martin Sheen, because I would, I would do that. <laughs> I would take a picture of me dressed up as Martin Sheen. That'd be sweet. You did that like jacket thing from like the West Wing that he used to do. Does that count as a museum at that point? It's a shrine to Martin Sheen. Yeah, that's more shrine territory. Um, yeah. So okay. So getting back to why we're talking about Irish Tom, um, is after the Costco date. Okay, and he really did try to make the Costco. I mean, date's a strong word. He tried to make it a date because. There was like moments where Denise was looking for her. Off apologizing shirts. to men I had insulted. <laughs> and he would try and like be sweet and be like a little touchy and little whatever. And I was like, ah! and trying to shirk the advances and find Denise. And um, so I realized that I wasn't really attracted to him 100%, not 80%. You were actively trying to cock block yourself. Yeah, which is not a good sign. Um, so anyway, so we dropped him off. And then after that, he texted me and he said, that he had fun, um, but can we go on a real date next time instead of a Costco date with Denise? Because um, <clears throat> fuck Denise. Yeah, because fuck Denise. And um, anyway, so I thought about it, and then I was like, ah, fuck, I can't say yes. So I messaged him back, and I was like, oh, I think you're so sweet, but I think we'd be better suited as friends. And then he texted me back, and he said... You know, Kaylee, I've been thinking about it and like, you know, you're a great girl and I had a lot of fun, but I just think, you know, we should call it here and I think we would be just better off being friends. And I was like, okay, well. Yeah, I agree too. That's why I fucking said it the first time. Yeah, like I just said that and also like, that's fucking bullshit because I like. You just asked me to go on a date with you. I said no. And then you were like, mm, actually, date retracted. Like, in those, in that one text message, I've decided I actually don't want to date you. Um, you reject me once, I reject you twice. Well, no. The second rejection happened the next day. So, like, this was in the evening. And then he texted me the next morning reiterating every piece of rejection like statement that he made like he just said it again so it was like just want to emphasize how much i am not interested in dating you hey capacity rejection still on (laughs) (laughs) just checking in not interested so yeah so then that was the last of irish tom unfortunately no actually because we ran into him st patrick's day oh my god i didn't even oh that's so funny it's so much irish stuff happened with him (laughs) yeah really right and he was with a girl though he had some girl on his back and yeah literally on his back and he tried to act too cool for us but yeah it was kind of sad because he would have been a fun he would have been a fun person to have in the friend friend roster but what can you do man yeah yeah anyway i guess uh we're sitting in about an hour yeah. Should we call it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, okay. Um, 
Okay, so looking forward, what to expect. Do you want to talk to that a little yeah. bit? Yeah, okay. So our plan for the show uh, is to bring in a bunch of guests and have them talk about their dating from their perspective. And uh, if they are in agreement with us that Dating Victoria blows, or may- maybe some people have excellent dating experiences and it's just like shooting dicks in a barrel. I don't know. What? <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't know, like, okay. Oh, that should have been the name of the podcast. <laughs> no, because if it's like shooting dicks in the barrel, it's easy, and then you'd have to get two different hosts. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we're going to have people to come on and talk about their own dating experiences. Uh, yeah, to get some alternate viewpoints. Maybe people from different demographics, men, women, different ages, races. And we want to know, like... Statuses of things... Like, is it as shitty for you as it is for us? That's the big question, right? Yeah. Like, is everyone having such a shit time? Right? Like, they cannot be. They have to be. They can't, they we can't, can't be, be having the shittiest time. If every guy that is a dick to us is doing it because there's like five women that's addicted, like, it's like this weird, everyone's a dick, vicious cycle of people being awful. Like, that, I do not want to live in a world like that. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, that's true. Um, so if you want to be a guest, or Denise has dubbed them guesticles, guesticles, you can find our profile on Tinder. It very clearly states that it's a podcast profile. Um, and if you match with us, we do have the profile up and running, and we have some bites so far, so that's really exciting. Um, Alternately, you can uh, DM us on Instagram, because right. we will be setting up an Instagram page. Right. At some point. Um, I believe the handle will be at, uh, was it good for you podcast as was it good for you is already a sex page. Oh, well, yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Um, but stay tuned for more details on that. And with that. 